You're listening to The Big Show. They score! With Russick and Rose. He rips the puck off the bar and in. His second goal of the game makes it 5-0 Flames. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. Robbed by Markstrom. What a save. It's loose. And Markstrom makes another miraculous stop. This is Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Oh, hi there. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. For a Monday, a new week. Kind of the last full week before things get really Christmassy, maybe. Yeah, I'm not here next week. You're off next week? I'm out of here. Man. I'll see you in the new year. See you next year. See you next year. My favorite thing about mm. this. <laughs> mm. Hey, I'll see you next year. Mm-hmm. I, there's three days I do after Christmas with Peter Klein, and then oh yeah, man, it's see you next year. <laughs> yeah, you. Those three and, days where we're gone. Yes, where you're gone. Yeah, yeah. We, Maddie and I are off the week of Xmas. Yes. Well, three days. I think work. I'm probably going to work like a Wranglers game and a Hitman game, a couple Flames games in there too. Little, I just can't get enough for the grind. I can't quit you. Stop. Well, three day work week. That's not bad. Well, look at you with all these days off. Must be nice. Must be. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, we got a busy show for you today. We're giving lots of stuff away. Like, we're giving stuff away. Left, right, and center, baby. Like, because mm. we, lo- we know how to do. We love you so much. And by you, I mean the listeners. Mm-hmm. That we like to give you stuff and stuff. Um, We have day... Oh, no. Is it six? Yes. Oh. Yes. That'd be... That'd be... Way to go. For a second there, I thought five. Like, no, I did five on Friday. Did it's five day on Friday. six. It is day of our 12 days of Christmas. Just confirm. It is day six. Of Wild Rose Brewery today. Uh, we're going to unleash the text topic at 7 o'clock with Mr. Brent Cron in studio. Mm-hmm. Our Big Show Flames analyst, courtesy of All Kind Door Services. Excellent news. Um, you know I love our 6 a.m. listeners. Why? Because they're grinders. Mm, okay. 6 a.m. listeners, they wake up early like we do, although they have real jobs and actually stay out for 8 to 10 hours mm. and actually work and help society. Mm. Unlike us three, four slugs who wake up early and just go right to bed after. I don't know about you, but I went on a bender this weekend, <laughs> so I feel like I've done my part. Okay. Um, We have wrestling tickets to give away. Mm-hmm. We'll do that soon, but we're going to do it before the Rose Report. Yes. Which is always jam-packed for a Monday. Oh, so much stuff. So much stuff. Plus, um, yeah. Also, um, Charles Davis, NFL on CBS. He had the Jags and Browns game mm. yesterday. Oh, He'll join us at 8 o'clock. Lots of controversy rolling around the NFL. Just another week. Kermit and the Chiefs not happy. <laughs> Kermit and the Chiefs are not, not happy. happy. Andy Reid's not happy. Andy Reid ne- not he happy. He never does that in press conferences. Don't cry. Bad. Hey, and nobody feels bad for him, but... Uh, if there's one team that never gets a call, it's Patrick Mahomes exactly. and the Chiefs. Yeah, never. You know, no, got, definitely. No. They, yeah. He might have to go on the road in the playoffs. Oh, God oh my God. Yeah, could you imagine? <laughs> Get out of here with this. <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah, we, there's so much to talk about from the National Football League with Charles. Uh, the Eagles look super flat in that loss to the Cowboys yesterday. Can't hold on to the football. Three fumbles, ultimately their demise. Mm-hmm. And um, they have one offensive touchdown. It's a, it's a punt, it's a fumble return. Yeah, that's it. Um, um, 
bad day for fantasy owners of uh, Eagles players yesterday. Oh, yeah. Needed some tutties. Didn't happen. Um, lots to discuss with Charles Davis. A ton to get to with Mr. Brent Cron. Um, the Flames wrapped up their six-game homestand with a 4-2 loss to the Devils on Saturday afternoon. Dustin Wolf, the starter um, for Calgary. Kind of a surprise, but not really after his his effort um, the previous game. But uh, there's a flu going around. Little bit of bug. a bug. Bit of a big-time bug. Bit of a bug. Little bug. It always Little grosses bug. me out because... <laughs> They're all so close together, and if one dude surprise, they're not more. Yeah, well, <laughs> apparently, uh, what I heard on the post game show, eight to ten guys were having cold and flu like symptoms during the game on Saturday. Time of the year. I was thinking about it when I was watching the Sunday Nighter yesterday, and they're talking about Micah Parsons' flu game, and I'm like, what if you're the offensive lineman? You guys are essentially smacking helmets for the entire game. Yeah. You're just essentially your lips are probably six inches apart from each other right. multiple instances over the course of the game. It's a quick way to get ill. Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, big flu uh, ravaging the Calgary Flames. Um, kind of wanted to workshop something with you guys. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I like workshop. to workshop on air. Sure. You know, like brainstorming. Uh-huh. Write it on the whiteboard. Yeah, why well, not? We don't have to write it on the whiteboard, GVP, okay. but just, <laughs> awesome. just some brainstorming. I don't know if you guys saw um, Flames had a great first period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One nothing lead. Yegor Sharangovich with a beautiful shorthand. He's coming along, eh? Against his former team. Definitely wanted to win that game. Hey, you traded me, I'll show you. What a what an effort to score in the dying seconds of the first period shorthanded on a beautiful backhand move. That guy's got some moves when he's one-on-one with the goaltender. Oh, yeah, that's one thing Ryan Huska has talked about. Like, as far as the skill set that he has, yeah, it's something that a lot of guys on the team cannot do. And, and you see it a lot with, like, a lot of kind of Russian, Belarusian players yep. that have like this immense amount of skill, but they just don't always think the game the same way as their teammates, which can yeah. kind of hamper them. But now that he's starting to feel comfortable, it's starting to, there's some stuff there that you really like to see. Uh, you say Belarusian or Belarusian. I think it's actually the right way to say it, but whatever. I think of the Kostitsin brothers for the Habs, and I'm like, oh God, mm-hmm. back in the day. Andre was good. Sergey, uh, Sergey, not so much. The boys like the late night. Yeah, <laughs> they definitely do. Nothing like tabloid journalism in Montreal following the Habs around at nightclubs. Yeah, gotta like that. You think you got it hard when when the when the text line goes, "Oh, you guys are too hard on the Flames." Are you kidding me? These guys the, have the a Habs pro- media. They follow them wherever they are. They got a problem staying out late. Let's send them to Nashville. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, so Yeager Sharon Govich scores. So this is what I kind of wanted to workshop. I uh, don't know if you saw this. Uh, the beginning of the second period, Flames came out again. Great start to the game. Mm-hmm. And they had a they had a golden chance to go up 2-0. They did. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I have it in the run. I got the highlight, baby. Can you explain to me how Jonathan Huberto missed the net? I don't know. Fanned? No, I can't explain to you how he missed the net. He's four like, feet out. He <laughs> shouldn't put that in the net every single time. Yes, he should. it. No. He should. And he fired it the other side. It's because he just fired it through the it's, crease. It's, 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 I think it's Zero just... Zero confidence? It's, well, it's not even confidence. It's just one of those things that you just just thinking too much. Like You see it all the time in the NHL where guys yeah. have an opportunity, and it's always the guys who don't score a lot that get in these situations, and they miss. And he's someone who can put up points, but his goal scoring is thing? No. You know what it is? It's just like in baseball. Uh, when they put somebody in who doesn't play that position, the ball gets hit to him right away. It's yeah. just the way this ball's going to find you. Puck's going to find you, too. Yeah, listen, they had... You could count on probably two hands the amount of bounces that went the opposite way for the Flames against the Devils. Yeah. 
that's not why you lose the game, but some days you just look at it and you go, man, well, Coleman had what his worst games, one of their best players all season long, and oh. and that second goal, you don't even, like you're like, oh, I I probably would have done the same thing. Pucks bouncing around the crease, get this thing out of here. Yeah, they call that an own goal in soccer. <laughs> yeah, that's what Blake Coleman did. Yeah, he had a rough second period. That, that egregious giveaway just, that led to the goal. Just and he Whoa. had just just the easiest chip off the boards was available. Yeah, and he sent it up the middle. He tried the Huberto like roll your wrists over pass. Yeah. So this is what I wanted to ask. Uh-huh. Is it piling on Huberto too much if we talk about that missed open net for the text topic? No. I, don't, I guess not. It's not the reason they lost the game, but it was certainly... It would have the, helped them uh, win the game if that of, went in. One of the big talking points coming out of the game. Yeah. So we'll, we'll workshop something for 7 o'clock as we do day 6 of our 12 days of um, Christmas, courtesy of Wild Rose Brewery, our on-air advent calendar. Um, let's do the tickets right now. Yeah, all right. Because uh, whoop, whoop. I love our Little 6 a.m. listeners so much. We have tickets to give away all week. We're going to do it in the 6 o'clock hour all week to all you wrestling hardcores. When's the show, Patrick? Uh, it'll be July 10th, 2024 during Stampede, right in the middle of Stampede. So we're giving tickets away to that. Yeah. At least you know what you're doing that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wednesday night. Um, Where is it again? Uh, Saddle Dome. Okay. So uh, AEW tickets all week. Is this something that they're going to try and do, like, for a lot of stampedes forever and ever and ever? It feels like if this wants to be AEW's date, then then so be it. Yeah, They, they can have? They can have it. I like it. That would be very stampede But we have a pair of tickets to give away all week at this hour. We're going to do it yes. this hour because I like to give prizes to our 6 a.m. listeners, the real grinders out there who are actually doing real work and waking up early yeah. like champions. Our P1 sickos. Love not, you guys. Not like... Not like the eight o'clock should roll out of bed at like seven, seven thirty, and then turn on our <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, just go in, get out of here. The six a.m.s are hardcores. Yeah. Listening on a those podca- are no, yeah. li- no. Actually, if you listen on podcasts, yeah. please doing listen on podcasts. No really appreciate Apple, the way Google, you do Spotify, that. Amazon. You can also vote on your yeah. favorite podcast. You can give great reviews, sure, high ratings. So. Yeah, Georgie's got to eat. So, I find one of the best ways to listen is just with the audio turned down overnight, just so you can get our plays up. Okay, wow. Okay, I don't know. Just throwing it out there. I like how I like how desperate we're sounding right now. Uh, what? Really, no, 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 we're no. not. De- but the thing no. is, like, we're not desperate at no. all. Like, we're not. No, like at all. But if you want to, go ahead. Go ahead. No, but seriously, our numbers are good. Um. So okay, then nobody cares about that. No. So they don't. Um. Tickets. Yeah. So <laughs> my man Patrick over here. He's a big wrestling guy. He's yeah. a wrestling head. I don't mm. know what he calls wrestling people. I don't know. Is there a term, Pat? I don't think so. He's like, not what I want to share with you guys. I don't think no. there's a big, like... What's your favorite finishing move of all time? Ooh. Ooh. Mine's RKO. Yeah, I mean, just the cutter out of nowhere is just so good. He it's makes so good. He the makes it look cutter. so clean. He just, like, That's like Randy Orton's cutter. Because oh. it's just so quick. It, it's like Dallas. It's like Diamond Dallas Page. I was going to say the Diamond. I've yeah, interviewed Diamond like Dallas a, Page. He was like, a, you have? He's a good guy. Yeah, during the pandemic. Nice. Great interview. Also, like. Swore like nine times. Late, I'm like, all, DDP, dial it back a little bit. A late bloomer into wrestling as well. Got into it like yeah. late in the. He's into like yoga. He has yeah. a big yoga DDP thing. Yoga. He, saved, uh, he saved like Jake Roberts and Mick Foley and Scott Hall before he passed. He, before they all cleaned up. All thanks to DDP oh, Yoga. Wow. Yeah. Um, my my more of old school like wrestling moves. Tell me you've never given somebody a camel clutch. No, oh. can't get out of that. Yeah, I, Iron uh, Sheik, baby. Yeah. Also, like just throwing someone in a master lock every once in a while. Oh, Chris wa- Masters, just watching the arms <laughs> flail. <laughs> when you said that, all of a sudden, like I thought you were throwing somebody in that cage where you can't really stand up or sit down. 
So um, there's also the uh, the Sweet Chin music from Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah. That's Canadian Destroyer is pretty good. I like the, that. Uh, sweet yeah. Chin music to yeah. Ric Flair. Never forget. Yep. Um, oh, again, cried. I love again. you, Sorry. man. Then I love KOs you. Him. Yeah, the Boston Crab. The Sharpshooter. Yeah. Classic. Uh, legendary Bret Hart. Yeah. The Sharpshooter. Those things hurt. Like, when you get into... In, oh, yeah. Like, it actually the hurts. The actual, like, mat wrestling moves? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah it actually yeah. hurt. I mean, all yeah, wrestling moves hurt. John Cena's <laughs> FU. Oh, just so showy. What, what about so uh, showy. Hulk Hogan's leg drop? Mm, where he just dropped his leg. That was it. Menacing yeah, leg, leg drop. The heavy leg. Oh, yeah. Stone Cold Stunner is still like, oh, yeah. up there. Just... Oh, even J- Jake the Snake, the, DD, the DDP. Yeah, DD, DDT. DDT, sorry. Yeah. DDP. DDP. So stupid. Bautista. All right. <laughs> Do a little Bautista bomb. Yeah. yeah okay. um, so uh, we're giving tickets away to you right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is what we're going to do. You got to text in 960-960, give the correct answer with your name and location, and then Patrick will throw your name in a randomizer, yes. and then uh, you'll win that way. Make sure you haven't won anything in 30 days. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Yeah. Do you got any music for this? We got any music there, bud? There we go. It's a little light. Is that just me? It's all right. It's a little light a little bit. Cool. Sounds like 8-bit. 8-bit <laughs> Feels like they're doing the credits at the end of a Nintendo. <laughs> hey, I just beat Contra. Here's the credits. <laughs> it's all these Japanese dudes, too. You're like, I have no idea who no, these guys are. No. Question. Yes. Who were the two teams that competed in the best two out of three falls match during Calgary's first AEW show this past July? It was oh, my a, God. It was a match of the year candidate. Very good match. But who were the two tag teams that competed in the best Two out of three falls match during Calgary's first AEW show last July. If you thought Impossible Flames trivia was tough. I don't know a whole lot of guys on the AEW roster, like, off the top of my head, but it's one of those things that every time Pat's like, oh, yeah, he was on there the other night. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> still? <laughs> well, these, yeah, right they, These two teams, they they probably not a lot. They're not, like, going to be featuring a lot of people's minds. Yep. Hint, hint. One of the teams is the theme I use to bring in my 9 o'clock hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So give uh, give the multiple choice here. Oh, I thought it was multiple no, choice. No, it's just find the two teams. Oh, okay. The two teams that competed. All right. Because you told me before it was multiple choice. No, uh, that was going to be, I was going to do multiple choice, yeah. but I was like, eh. Threw a curveball at me. Yeah. I was like, A, B, C, or D. All right. 960, 960, name and location. One more time with the question. Who were the two teams that competed in a best two out of three falls match during AEW's first show in Calgary back in July? Okay. Awesome. Uh, and a shout-out to our man, Scott, from Winnipeg. Yeah. Faithful 6 a.m. Hell yeah. Keep it up, boys. Sorry about Kyle Connor there last night. No, that was, that was no good. All right. Uh, keep them going. 960, 960, name and location. Your chance to win AEW tickets for the show in July during Stampede. Got to go into Randomizer. Down at the Scotiabank Saddle. Get those answers at 960, 960, name and location. At 7 o'clock, we'll unleash the text topic for day six of our Wild Rose Brewery. 12 days of Christmas. Um, Maddie, you weren't here Friday. You were enjoying a day off. Yeah, I was. You were uh, you were frolicking in Canmore. Uh, golden, but you're good. Close enough. I don't yep. know. Is it? Um, you're frolicking in a, in a beautiful villa. At least twice as far away. But yeah. Is it really? It was about um, three hours. You're frolicking. Uh-huh. You're off on Friday. So yeah. uh, somebody in this room got caught up in Shohei Otani fever. Oh, Somebody got caught up in Shohei Otani fever. Who? <laughs> oh, boy. Idiot. Okay. So so during the show. It was you two and GVP here Friday? 
Yeah, and then Kron came in. And Shan okay. was here as well. But Kron, yeah, Shan. That's right. I forgot about Shan. <laughs> Don't forget Shan. Poor Shan. I forgot about Shan. <laughs> you always forget You know Shan. Shan's actually the co-host of the Big Pigeon Show on <laughs> Sportsnet 960, the fan? Big Pigeon Show. They Somebody calls Shan a pigeon. No, him and Azam when they Azam, host, yeah, and some it. guy texted him calling the Big Pigeon Show. Yeah. And I go, you should you should actually <laughs> lean into that. The Big Pigeon Show with Azam and Shan. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You're not a no? Mark at that. Yeah. No? I, uh, I guess. So, uh, Georgie Boy over here um, saw the John Morosi tweet that the Shohei Otani decision was, quote, imminent. So what time was that tweet at? Time oh. was kind of a fake construct for me on Friday. Oh no, it was before uh, Kron came in at eight o'clock. It was in the seven o'clock hour. Yeah, we had the we had the Morosi video on MLB Network explaining yep. that okay, that uh, Toronto's uh, seemingly the front runner here, and then he posted a Canadian flag emoji above it, and then there was the tweet later on that afternoon that was like, hey, there's a there's a plane with uh, maybe Shohei, a CAA agent, on their way from Santa Ana, California, yeah. on okay. their way to Toronto. Yep. And then around the afternoon, you have Bob Nightingale saying, Shohei Otani is not on his way to Toronto. Well, well okay, well, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, okay. Do, let's do the series of events here, because during our show okay, on Friday, that, okay, early during events. our show on Friday, early, so John Morosi says the decision is imminent. So we're all getting excited, me more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And Kron could care less if Shohei Otani was coming to the Blue Jays. It didn't even, like, it's not even on his, on his radar, his sporting radar. So I'm getting all excited because I know what that means, what that potentially could mean. What an incredible day that would be for the Blue Jays. So then Shan mm-hmm. points out a tweet to me about a private jet that's flying from Los Angeles to Toronto. <laughs> oh, the tweet that has since been deleted? Yeah, yes. by a burner account that had like 14 yes. prior posts. Yeah, yeah. so all of a sudden, private jet. I'm like, okay. And then we get the tweet that you say Kikuchi's wife has a reservation oh, for 50 yes, at I a for- swanky sushi restaurant in Toronto. I forgot about for 50 that. plus. We're like, what? Is Shohei? And then... I'm glad this didn't happen during our show because I would have went bananas. And I'm glad that we were already off the air when this happened. John Morosi tweeting out that he's on a plane on the way to Toronto. Yeah, that that would have put me over that the was, edge. That was about two in the afternoon. That yeah. would have been like the Vince McMahon meme where like he kicks back in the chair. Oh, I was yeah. doing laps around the building that we were at at this point. Um, I had informed everybody how big of a deal this was. Yeah. They were relatively nonchalant about it. <laughs> right. Cool to the idea. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a Very good way to put tepid. it. Yeah. They were tepid to the idea. But Luke at the same Warm. time, you start talking about what the guy is able to do, and people start to, it, it definitely perks up their ears yeah. a little bit. You're uh-huh. like, wait a minute. He's a top five pitcher and top five hitter, and he's the same guy? And he's actually going to go to the Blue Jays? Yes. Yes. Now, that was one of the big hangups. And yeah, he is. Yeah. Apparently. So then all of a sudden, it all came crashing down on hmm. Saturday. This was late Friday. I thought this is when Shohei, Bob Nightingale yeah, Bob tweet, Nightingale really tweet saying that... Shohei is not headed to Toronto. He's still at home in SoCal. Right. Okay. So yeah, but we know Friday he's on a plane, but he wasn't. So then all of a sudden, but that still was okay because we're like, okay, just he wasn't on the way to on the way to Toronto, but that's fine. He could still sign. Mm-hmm. Like Friday was an emotional roller coaster, but it, there was no finality to it. The Blue Jays were still right there when it was all said and done. But I was more nervous than I was at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, so you have right. Nightingale, and then you have Jim Bowden backing him up. You have a whole bunch of other baseball and writers it, backing him up. Morosi goes silent. And now it feels like we're coming on a little too hard as Canadians. Yeah. Which usually we don't do. No, but usually we don't get to play with nice things. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Saturday, um, your boy fell asleep. Took a giant nap. Have done you know how that. my you know my sleeping habits are all over the place. Yeah, the chaos. So I fell asleep during the afternoon. All of a sudden, I wake up and I see a couple text messages. Oh, hey, uh, Shohei's going to LA. I'm like, oh, 
What? Excuse me? What what, what, a, what an awful way to wake up. Like yeah. waking up to bad news like that. I was in the hot tub and I came in from the tub to start the Flames game. And I was in the middle buddy just yells at me, hey, did you hear? Shohei, Dodgers, 700 mil. And I went... Shut you're up. lying. <laughs> you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. What makes you and lie? And my, my phone was upstairs in, my, in the bedroom. I'm like yelling up the stairs like, ah, expletive, expletive, expletive. I know. It was so close. It was so close. And I just kind of sat on my bed and was just and like. And it sounds like Dodgers representatives and everything, CAA and all them, fed John Morosi and, a couple, and one other guy some bad info. And... Since then, John Morosi hasn't tweeted. He's been silent. He had that apology tweet. Uh, I feel bad. Obviously, like these guys are, their job is to give the news correctly. And if whether or not the Dodgers fed Morosi and then the other guy, or these news CAA, CAA yeah. feeding the okay. From, feeding it just to boost to get an extra hundred mil out of the Dodgers. Like I, I, I get why my man John Morosi is getting dragged, but from somebody who knows him very well, I've done a, like a couple weeks. Like about three weeks of shows with John Morosi, like co-hosting with him. I know him exceptionally well. You can't find a more stand-up, mm-hmm. nice guy than John Morosi, who's super smart and intelligent. He just got some bad info, and that's his job to report. That's what sucks being an insider. Sometimes you're right, <laughs> but when it goes wrong, it goes, it goes terribly wrong. wrong. There was also the there's a popular Dodgers blog that had also reported that the yeah. deal was done earlier JP in the morning. The guy from yeah, the Dodgers. Yeah, that's the other one. He says, no, it's done. He's going to yeah. Toronto. So there was a lot of reason for optimism. Yeah. And then the punch in the gut, that is the Saturday news, that Shohei just posts on his Instagram, the LA. Dodgers logo, and you're like, oh, God, this is no good. Uh, are you going to L.A.? So he's on his way to L.A. It's a, it's a record-breaking deal, the richest deal in North American professional It's a billion sports. Canadian. Annual and uh, total $700 million over 10 years, which is an absolutely absurd number. A lot of it's deferred money, too which gives the Dodgers more flexibility with the luxury tax. Stay competitive. But apparently uh, the Blue Jays are right there, and that's the frustrating thing. And it's something I said right away from the beginning. Oh, we were so close. Look, we were second place, which means nothing. And now last night, what happens? Cody Bellinger's girlfriend (laughs) tweets a picture of her in Toronto right now. Oh, really, Cody Bellinger? You're in Toronto right now? I can't do this again. I'm done with the slew thing on because I got X, my heart broken because I actually thought he was coming. I don't even Bellinger feels like such a meh to me at this point with well, Soto. That guy, no, but Bellinger's really good. No, I understand he's very good. Yeah, they could definitely use Cody Bellinger. Yeah, but they could have also used Shohei Otani or yeah. Juan Soto instead. Yeah, I know. But with this lineup, yeah, Soto. And what are you going to give Bellinger? What's going to like? He's got to start with 300 uh, probably to get oh, yeah. Bellinger here. Yeah. Power left-handed bat. That's yeah. exactly what they need. Like when but we talked to Shy a... last week, one yeah. of my big questions was, like, what if they don't now? What if they don't? Because pivot. what does it mean to the and fan base? You have a, a group that hasn't been able to do anything in the postseason. They can win as many games in the regular season as they like. And show for what? And then you say, okay, now we need this like superstar to help these guys, and you don't get them. I don't know. It's just tough. It's well, a huge letdown. Yeah, it is. I feel bad for Bellinger because. Any other offseason, you'd be like, this is very exciting, and this is a great player to bring dog. in. You're the third choice. Yeah, you know, you're yeah. getting, like, a George Springer type of player, essentially. Like, when George Springer was MVP. available. Yes, exactly. He's a very good player, and he's way yes. younger, too. Yeah. Yes. He's a very good player. Um, again, if the Jays go out there and sign Bellinger, and they bring back Teoscar Hernandez, <laughs> which 
which could happen. All of a sudden, Trey Manoa, bats. Trey Manoa for and something. Then, and then, Shohei's in the National League, at least. He didn't go to, like, the AL East. You know what helped Blue Jay fans Boo the hell too? out of him, though, April 26th and 28th. They, uh, if they also bring in Joey Votto, I think a lot of Blue Jays fans will like that move. Yeah. Like a bat off like, the bench. Maybe like a Kevin Kiermeyer move from but this he didn't, past Kevin season. Kiermaier. He didn't even hit his weight last year. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I know. But he can still take a walk. Is he big? I don't know. Hey, he's that, like 220 pounds. Yeah, but he can still. Yeah, but again, we don't look at batting average. Look at on base. He can still take a lot of walks. Incredible eye. Guaranteed Hall of Famer slam dunk. All right. So I uh, got my heart broken on Friday over Shohei Otani. And uh, I got, there was a great text too that came in. Uh, nobody cares about this. Why are you talking about this? Oh, an Albertan. Signed yeah, an Albertan. Albertans don't care about this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's a sports story. We're going to sports radio. I like sports. Anyway. It, it was a. Huge story. It's I want to say it was the biggest sports story, but then oh, no, John big. Rom kind of lives pretty big too. That's big too. But no, this show hey is no. just thirteen million dollars tossed around last week. Yeah, for two guys, a lot of money. One hundred and thirty yeah. million dollars. Sorry, I misspoke. Um, what do you got coming up on the Rose Report? Wait, one hundred and thirty million billion. Oh, yeah, one point three billion. Yeah, that's a little better. <laughs> Get me out of this math. Yeah. Just a lot of a lot of dough. Lot we of get money. literally so much in the morning report. Jays, <laughs> hockey, um, yeah, football, football, basketball. Oh yeah, NBA Cup. Congrats, congrats, bunch, GVP. Bunch of, bunch of local stuff. LeBron got his ring. <laughs> Man, I saw <laughs> Anthony Davis was a beast. He was good. He was. Ooh, I saw. Finally. Um, finally. <laughs> I saw a tweet from uh, Michelle Beadle. Yeah. She goes, if you actually add the bubble championship and the NBA Cup, <laughs> it <laughs> almost equals a whole championship for the Lakers. You got almost, one more. No, no, almost <laughs> equals almost. a whole championship, <laughs> which I really enjoyed. That's fine. All right, Rose Report next. Get your uh, questions in to uh, my man, Patty Dumal. Question again, please, uh, we get to the break. Who were the two teams that competed in the best two out of three falls match during AEW's first go-around in Calgary last July? All right, 960, 960, name and location. Get those in. Uh, we'll give away that prize before 7 o'clock. Sure. Frank Cron coming in at the top of the studio. Charles Davis at 8 o'clock. Busy, busy day. Big show. It's George, Matt, Patrick, GVP, Sportsnet 960, the fan. It's a Monday. It's a Flames game day. They're on the road in Denver tonight to play the Avalanche on the front end of a back-to-back. Kind of tough back-to-back for the Flames. Um Avs in Denver tonight, Golden Knights in Vegas tomorrow. Not good. Tough stretch for a team battling the flu right now, too. And they get the Wild, who have also been red hot, and then they get the Lightning coming back from the road trip. Four games this week, no problem. Four games in six days, it's by the fine. way. It's fine. It's fine. It's um, fine. Top of the hour, our big show Flames analyst, Mr. Brent Cron, in studio. Patrick's giving away AEW tickets right now. What's the question, Patrick? Question is, uh, who were involved? Uh, who were the two teams involved in the best two out of three falls match uh, during AEW Collision back in uh, July here in Calgary? And uh, if you get the right answer, um, Patrick will throw you in a randomizer, and you win tickets to the yes. July show during Stampede yep. right here uh, in Calgary at the Scotiabank Saddledome. But right now, and we'll unleash our text topic for the day six of our 12 days of Christmas, courtesy of Wild Rose Brewery. But right now, it's time for the Rose Report, and it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. Oh! You need a Sandra one. Yeah. 
We need a better Sandra. It one. does scare we you. Do. It's, it's just like noise. I think we need to delete it. I'm gonna executive order. It's out. Take it out. We'll find a better one. When's we'll the next broadcast? Find another one. When's the next? We'll get the next broadcast. We'll just get her to record another one. We'll just give yeah. her a text and say, "Hey, hey, hey Sandra, come in. Say his name. Yeah, he's record something for us." It just throws me off. <laughs> it's like. Ugh. Flames and Devils were uh, playing on Saturday. Plus, another three Canadian teams skated as part of an eight-game Sunday show. Otani made his decision. Yeah. Week 14 of the NFL concludes with the Monday Nighters. Plus, details from the 12 games yesterday. Plus, the NBA in-season tournament. You know what we got, George? Stuff? We got lots of stuff. Yeah. Let's start with... Um, I was going to say the good stuff, but I don't know if it is. Flames and Devils at the Dome Saturday for a matinee. Flames closing out a six-game homestand. Matt Coronado recalled with some players feeling under the weather. Dewar and Pospisil both scratched with the flu. Dan are not feeling well either. So Dustin Wolf got another start. Jacob Markstrom got put on IR retroactive. So they made room for Coronado to get recalled. He skated on line with Zeri and with Kadri. Started out doing something the Flames have not done in quite some time. For sure can't control the bouncing puck. And now Coleman will pick it up and flip it ahead. Sharon Govich on a breakaway. Sharon Govich deeks, shoots, scores! What a move! What a goal by former Devil Yegor Sharon Govich, who goes forehand, backhand, bar down, and scores a shorthanded goal to make it one nothing Flames. Yeah, the sexy finish from Sharon goes, Sharon! <laughs> Shorthanded break. Sharon! Sharon! Near the end of the frame, Flames open up to scoring for the first time in nine games. They led after 20. Then in the second, a chance at more point. Uh, another goal. Michael Backlund and Elias Lindholm have <laughs> had more chances shorthanded than they've given up to the team that they're out there on the power play against. Flames on the attack early. Coleman, a shot stop, rebound. Huberto misses a wide open nah. net. How? We don't. <laughs> How? How? That is such a good clip. How? How? Yeah, how? How are we doing this? There's our text topic right there, 960-960. How? Yeah. How? how did Jonathan Huberto miss the net? I'm just going to hold on. Just yeah, grab that clip. We're highlight the that. F how? out of it. Drag that. Yeah, I didn't hear that. That's great. Control S how? forever. How? Yeah. <laughs> how? <laughs> Oh no! Somehow, some way, with this guy this year. Oh, how? Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. How? Shortly after that, Heisher is wrapped up from behind by Tanev. Heisher centers it, and Brad with a sharp angle one-timer, and he's stopped by Wolf. Flames can't get it out though. Here comes Brad in again. Brad to Heisher. He shoots. He scores. Yeah, that easy. Great save one way. Coleman turns it over at the blue line. Heischer, the recipient, beats Dustin Wolf just under the bar with a great shot. Tough one. Later oh. on later on in the frame, another tough one for Blake Coleman. Anderson being chased around by Lazar. Gets Ooh, away from the floor. Here comes Heischer, and Heischer drives the net, and Wolf makes an acrobatic save, and now it goes in. How? <laughs> the Devils have taken their first lead on a weird one. Tough to tell who touched it last. Maybe Jesper Bratt. And it is now 2-1, New Jersey. It was Jesper Brad. It was actually Blake Coleman who swings at a puck just outside the crease. It goes off two bodies, oh. one of them a devil in Brad. And just like that, the Devils led 2-1 after 40 minutes of play. Um, 
If you want to look up a definition of an own goal, uh, that's an own goal by Blake Coleman. That second period was rough. That horrendous giveaway that led to New Jersey's first goal. And the second, like, what's Wolf supposed to do? You can't both of those things. Like, what, what do you want me to do here? Like, yeah, I, that's I'm trying probably going to bounce by a guy shaped like and, Brent Cron too. Yeah, so. and whoa, hey, and uh, Coleman was was good in the first period too. And like, he wants to beat his former team. Yeah, drafted he's like by them. Been one of their best players all year. Yeah, and it's just it was a rough second that two went in the Flames net. And I thought the Flames started that second period so great mm-hmm. they were all over the Devils. What do we keep saying? Go to start on time. Yeah. Finally, they score the first goal. They start on time. They look really good. Mm-hmm. And to me, the game turned. When Hubert missed that open net, because yeah. if that goes in two nothing, Flames are flying high. Another, and then, and then, yeah, yeah and then in the third, another tough bounce. Dustin Wolf tries to make a simple pass. He misses his target. It turns over. The puck just thrown towards the crease. It goes off a leg and into the net for Alexander Holtz. That made it three one. The Flames did get back within one, looking for another come from behind win with uh, Rasmus Anderson and really nice rush, really good shot by Nazem Kadri. He gets his sixth of the year. Made it 3-2 with five minutes to go, but unable to find the equalizer. 4-2 the final after Nico Heischer scored into an empty net. Yeah, the Flames battling uh, the flu. The flu's going through the room. Um, apparently eight to ten guys, according to the postgame show, were having cold and flu-like symptoms during the game. A lot of guys sat out because of the flu. It's just the reality of the league. It sucks. It happens to pretty much every team in the league at some point of the season where Usually something goes here. around the room. But, uh, man, a 4-2 and two homestand would have been a lot nicer than a 3-3 three and three homestand. And I thought they played well. It's just that's that's a typical didn't get the bounces for the Calgary Flames on Saturday afternoon. They now start a three-game road trip. They visit the Avalanche at 7.30 tonight. Then they travel to Vegas to play the Golden Knights Tuesday night. Trip wraps in Minnesota before they're home to play the Lightning for Hockey Night in Canada. So a busy 4-6 and six mm. for the Calgary Flames. Well, you're trying to get healthy. No problem there. Eight games yesterday. We'll focus on the Canadian teams. Oilers hosting the Devils. Edmonton won six straight. Devils had won six of seven. They were closing out a four-game road trip up to the Northwest. The machine up north, it's chugging again. Now in behind the net. Spins, shoots it towards the net. Knocked away by the stick of Pickard. And a long pass up to Hyman. Almost sprung him on a breakaway. It goes deep into the Devils' zone. Schmid to play it, but he's got Hyman on him. They're tied up. Loose puck. Scores! Connor McDavid! Wide open in front of the net. He puts it in the empty goal. It's 3-0 Edmonton. How? Yeah. <laughs> nobody How? Keep, he just nobody of picked all the up Connor McDavid. Yeah, and the goalie's not even in the net. Yeah, no, it's like, what are we doing here? Sure. Uh, uh, he's got like 20, uh, 23 points in his last 10 games. Yeah, he had an assist on the empty netter. So now he has 23 points over a nine-game point nine. streak. That's Ooh. just uh, 2.56 points per game. Oh, lovely. Just uh, two and a half per game over nine games. Good. They're three points out of a playoff spot. Oh, yep. good. Um, listen, we were dancing on their grave a lot. <laughs> we were. Yeah, well, you have to take advantage of the opportunities we, when they're yeah, there, you only get so many. <laughs> yeah, listen. We the opportunity's not going to arise. McDavid was eventually yeah. going to get healthy and turn back into McDavid. We talked about it on this yeah. show. Plus, the Flames are not doing very well, good. Listen, he had to find joy something. Listen, like I asked Jason Bukala mm. on the show on Thursday, mm. McDavid's the ultimate deodorant. He covers a ton of stink of the Edmonton Oilers. The roster is still flawed. The blue line's still not good enough. The goaltending suspect and their bottom six sucks. But McDavid is such such a freak. He's so damn good that he just carries that team all around. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, look at the Oilers playing really well. It's McDavid is just video gaming again. Well, and and that's getting, why he just drags them to win. PK's been number two in the league. They're getting saves, too. PK's been number two in the league over this stretch. 
PP's been number one, obviously. That's Stuart been Skinner's helpful. numbers are really good lately. Turning it around. They figured it out. Jets were down in Anaheim to face the Ducks. Ducks are very aggressive. I don't know that. I don't. Very aggressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Strom was. Adam Henrique made it 2-0 Anaheim early in the third period with his fifth, but the Jets able to do something they haven't achieved all year. You know, Niederreiter scores his seventh, then Morgan Barron scores his fifth. Nemestikov back along the boards. Niederreiter there. Niederreiter soccer style kicking it. Now for Gudis. Gudis got felled, got back up as Velarde tumbled him down to the ice. Came back toward the line for Morrissey. Rister to one the net to flick it, but they score! With his first of the year, it's Gabriel Velarde! And Winnipeg has moved ahead at 3-2. to two. They earned their first multi-goal third-period comeback of the season with a 4-2 victory. They are the 12th team to do it this year. Anaheim has lost 12 of their last 13 games, Wolf. all in regulation. The only Wolf. win, a shootout victory over the Avalanche. Jets have now won four straight themselves, too. How about yeah, that? Yeah, they lost Cal Connor, though, to a nasty knee on knee from Ryan Strom. Connor's responsible for like 20% of the Jets' goals this year. So it's hopefully. It's actually more than that. It's like so 21, I going think. Going into the game, Kyle Connor was uh, top three in the league as far as players. Mounting for goal totals in the NHL or for their particular team. Uh, I got the stat right here. So Kyle Connor has scored 21% of the Jets' goals this season, excluding shootout deciders. The only other players that have scored at least 21% of their team's goals this season Austin Matthews at 22.5%, mm. Sam Reinhart 21.3%. Yeah. So yeah, he's a very important piece. Yeah. yeah. That was a dirty knee, too. Yeah, I, I, they did give him the five in the game, which was which was fine. We'll see if there's anything else. It was a violent weekend around the NHL. Yeah, it was um, not very polite out there. Uh, final Canadian team in action. The Canadians, they were hosting the Predators. Colton Sisson scored twice. The Predators beat the Habs 2-1. UC Saros stopped 36 of 37 for the Predators win. A couple other quick notes. Panthers beat the Blue Jackets 5-2. Sam Reinhardt had four assists as the Cats have also won four in a row. Chaos in the third period of this one, too. Erica Branson got run from behind by Nick Cousins. Good Branson went after him later. Pascal Vincent got tossed in the fray, uh, got tossed from the game because of the fray. Panthers have been a part of a few of those this year. Um, also, by the way, um, happy 26th birthday to Matthew Kachuk. Totally I, unrelated. I know he scored uh, in that game, but mm. he's on pace for a massive point drop off. He's on pace for like 60 points this year. Mm. Too bad. For, I wonder uh, how that feels. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Too bad. Uyghurs looking pretty good. Capitals doubled up the Blackhawks 4-2. Dylan Strom leads the Capitals with 11 goals. The last time a cap season ended without Alex Ovechkin leading a team tied or or tied or leading the team in goals was the season he made his debut, 2003-2004. Wow. Who led Gentlemen, the team then? who led the Capitals in goals in 2003-2004? Ooh. Oh, my goodness. I feel like Patty has this one because I think he's been looking at the same website I've been looking on for some of the stats no. in here today. No, no, no. I'm trying to think of that. It's that game where... Is it Yager? Nope. He, didn't, um, he, he got traded mid-season. Oh. Um, he had 29 goals. Hmm. One more hint. Um, I think he's born Czechoslovakian, but doesn't sound it. Robert Lang. Oh, goodness. Oh. 
Oh, the name doesn't sound Chad. No, yeah. no. See, Robert. It went from it went from Robert Lung to Robert Lang back oh. to Robert Lung. Yeah, yeah, I figured it was Lung. He played for the Habs. He played for the Kings. He got the traded to the Red Wings in that yeah. season, Robert but he had twenty nine goals uh, okay, to lead yeah. the Capitals I despite being that. traded. No, I didn't <laughs> think it would. Yeah, impossible. Uh, you guys want some Jonathan Quick stats, or you want me to move on to the uh, other stuff this week? Yeah, I think we got to move on. Okay, I got some good Quick stuff, but that's too bad. Okay, uh, then tonight, play. if it's good, then no, nah, it's fine. It's all um, good. Quick we can stuff. get to it later. Uh, actually, you know what? I'll save it for Brent Crime. We'll oh, see what he thinks. He's you know, goalie. he was a professional goaltender. I heard about that actually. <laughs> uh, Coyotes and Sabers at five o'clock tonight. Leafs and Islanders also at five. That's on Sportsnet West. Red Wings starts at six. Flames Avalanche seven thirty. Sportsnet One is where you can mm. find that. Let's get to the Shohei Otani news. The two-way superstar uh. signed, with, <laughs> signed with the Dodgers on Saturday. Yes, it's a contract for 10 years and $700 million. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Tough weekend for the Jays fans. They were a finalist. The bridesmaid, if you will, um, to signing uh. this absolute unicorn. Totally fished in over the last couple of weeks to this being a real possibility. Friday specifically decision was imminent. A Dodgers blog ran a story that their sources were telling the Jays had won the sweepstakes, but no big reporter followed suit. Then the flight tracking began. A private flight from Anaheim to Toronto had all the civilians guessing, and then a John Morosi tweet. <laughs> Shohei Otani on a plane to Toronto, but then later, a couple hours, another tweet. <laughs> this time, Bob Nightingale of USA Today saying, no, he's at his home in Southern California. We found out it was in fact Robert Herkovich from Shark's Tank that was on this private plane. Herkovich? Herkovich? Hmm, close enough. Herkovich. Uh, yeah. Shark Tank. Yeah, things go quiet for the rest Den of Friday. Dragon's Den. Yeah. yeah, Dragon's Den, Shark Tank. He was on all of them. Yeah. He's a pawn. Things went quiet. Saturday rolls around. I'm in the hot tub at the chalet, enjoying a nice soak. Come inside, and what do I hear? Shohei signed with the Dodgers, $700 million, 10 years. Heartbreak City. Uh, so the so dog's name was Dodger, then. Yet so far. Um, you know what reminds me of? Have you guys ever watched the show uh, Hell's Kitchen? Yes. And, like, you All know. You're an idiot sandwich. Yeah, like, oh. um... Gordon Ramsay has this reality show, skit, has but... all these chefs, and they all vie for a job at one of his restaurants. But this was the Blue Jays at the end. At the end of the show, this is what they do. There's this big reveal at the end, and there's two doors. And the one chef who actually wins the door open, and they walk through, and everyone cheers. The Blue Jays were the other chef where they thought for sure their door was going to open, but it was locked. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's what I felt like the Blue Jays were. It's like, this door's going to open. We got this guy. Life's great. Womp, womp. Door wouldn't open. Yeah, what's plan C? Now, yeah, that's the big question. Cody Ballinger. Now, Whose girlfriend's in Toronto. Maybe she just likes thing. Toronto. Here's the thing. Yeah, got my tinfoil hat on. Okay. Oh. And. Conspiracy music? Oh, yeah, he got it. This whole facade, this whole act. Yeah. Could have been staged. It's a fugaze. It's Fugazi. It's okay. Fugazi. It's a, what's it? It's a who's it? It's a nothing. Sounds like Morosi might have gotten a little false information here. Poor perhaps. Guy. Perhaps. <laughs> perhaps from the Otani group. Which caused the Dodgers to up their offer. Also, he had gone to their facilities. Which also could have caused the Dodgers to up their offer. Perhaps. Perhaps. Also, I think it's important to note that Mr. Herkovich, who took the flight, the private businessman, 
Represented by CAA, the yeah. same agency that represents Shohei Otani. Mm-hmm. You think that was so an accident? Maybe, perhaps, they asked him, hey, perhaps, you take a perhaps flight? just a little flight today. He's a Canadian. Perhaps just a surprise flight for yeah, you and you're your family. Canadian. Why would you do that? Yeah, yeah, why, why are you yeah, doing that to your country, man? He likes money. Yeah, exactly. Also, also, the first account that tweeted out the flight tracking information, it was their first tweet in 10 years. It was a burner account. And on top of that, the account has been since deleted. So perhaps, 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 mm. perhaps. Perhaps a CAA burner account. And then yesterday, Ben Nicholson Smith reporting the Blue Jays in the ballpark financially. So perhaps Shohei wanted to go to the Dodgers the whole time. And this whole thing was a ruse. A ruse. And to the Jays the just used up the price. Hmm. Unbelievable. Boom. <sighs> April 26th, 27th, 28th. Boom. Can I just comment quickly about conspiracy theories before we move on? You love them. Which one's your favorite? No, 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 no. Hold on. Let me just say this. If you don't believe in conspiracy theories, I don't believe in all of them, right? But just this. If you honestly believe the government has never lied to its people ever, oh. yeah. that means there's no such thing as conspiracy theories. Then you believe in that, which I think is way more far-fetched. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> NFL Week 15. There's a conspiracy no theory. The NFL? Yeah. <laughs> my, my brother and I have this conspiracy that it's run by the U.S. military. <laughs> That like the military owns the NFL okay. and they have like we're, salute okay. to service we're and whatever. Get bogged down in All this. right, sorry. Let's go ahead. Not do that. Bears beat the Lions in a divisional matchup. Bad loss for the Lions, who had lost two divisional games as favorites in back-to-back outings. Justin Fields looked really good again. Four games in a row now. Detroit's look pretty uh pretty ordinary i mean the chicago they had to come back in the last four minutes yeah. they lose to green bay they need all the points to beat new Their orleans and sucks. then they look absolutely like crap aiden hutchinson's fell asleep the last two months jared goff he's jared goff uh i'm on say i'm brown was not good last night Lions, he's been goffle lately he has been goffle but he's been pretty close uh detroit's they got a tough finish here. They got Minnesota twice, and they got to go to Dallas. Losing Gardner Johnson was a big blow for that defense. Buccaneers and Falcons in a battle of the NFC South. Atlanta leading the division going into yesterday. Back and forth. Bucks led 12-10 oh, at the half, Lord. but a couple of touchdowns got the Falcons. A late lead in the fourth. Desmond Ritter, a touchdown on the ground. Saw the Falcons out 25-22 with 2.32 to play. Baker time, baby. From the 11-yard line. Good snap. Mayfield looking. Throws a ball left to the other side. Caught ball. Caught ball. Touchdown. Kane Tampa Otten. Bay. Cade Otten makes it over the shoulder catch. And the Bucs retake the lead. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. That's a pretty good. Uh, 29-25 the final. Cade Otten the touchdown. I mean, it's the same. Like a year ago, Baker Mayfield leads the Rams in that last second comeback against the Raiders on Thursday night. And then this week. Gets in a winning against Atlanta. There, Division leading. Is there a more American-sounding name than Kate Otten? That's a good name. Very American. And again, time to bake. First place in the division. Yeah, man. Baker's been decent. All three of those teams are now 7-6. and six. Bengals and Colts, no Joe Burrow, but Jake Browning more than able to cruise with this offense. They fake it to him. Now they screen it to nice. him. All sorts of running room and blockers in front. See He's it. flying to the 30, the 20, the 10, cuts back, makes a man miss at the 5. Touchdown, Bengals. Chase Brown showing his speed. Canadian. It's not Jamar Chase. It's not T. Higgins. It's not Tyler Boyd. It's the Canadian Chase Brown 54-yard touchdown. Got the scoring started for the Bengals. Tied at the half. All Cincy in the second half. They win 34-14. They're 7-6, as are the Colts. Maybe a big wild card game. Mm. Okay, first of all, in this game, 
Uh, Adam Schefter reporting that he went to the locker room with a hand injury and then he's suffering with cramps. His thumb was dislocated. Did you just see it hanging yeah, there? I don't Ouch. Know. Yeah. Uh, Chase, I go, he's not. He's, he doesn't need a glass of water. He needs his thumb to be back in place. Chase Brown, another great option there for the Bengals. And that was the second fastest speed hit this year, only behind DK Metcalf against Dallas. Mm. Yeah. Really? Yes. DK Metcalf terrifies me. Yeah, he catches the ball and then punches you. <laughs> he sure He's does. Great. He loves a specimen. <laughs> yeah, and he loves punching people. He loves punching yeah. people. Oh boy. <laughs> Joe Flacco able to beat a hobbled Trevor Lawrence. High ankle sprain last week. He's out there playing. Three picks. I don't know why we do this. He he's a gamer. That's why he's down. They were down sick, to their third dude. string left tackle too. Oh my god. They were on the run. Like so, Cleveland. What are we feasted. doing? Browns. One thirty-one twenty-seven. The Browns and Jags are now both eight and five. How are the Browns eight and five? Yeah, I, home defense. You no, know, their defense is really good. Saints beat the Panthers. New Orleans keeps pace with Tampa and Atlanta. Now all now six and uh, seven and six in that six NFC seven. South. They're six all below five hundred. Oh, six and seven. Just yeah. awful. <laughs> Zach Wilson looked great as the Jets beat the Texans thirty to six. Also, C.J. Stroud had a concussion Ugh, in this one. That injuries, injuries piling up for Houston. They're now seven and six, while the Jets are five and eight. Zach Wilson, best game as a Jet. Yeah, he looks straight really good. up. When he didn't want to play, he didn't when he didn't hurt. want to play, yeah. <laughs> and then he almost blew out his knee on that slip. You see oh. that? Oh. Hackers are at MetLife tonight. Get Ra- healthy. Ravens and Rams played a barn burner back and forth. They went. Rams tied the game with a field goal in the dying seconds. Both clubs went three and out on their first overtime possession. And then the Rams punted. Wallace settles under it to 25. Gets a block. Comes to the near side. 30. Spins out of one tackle. 35. Along the near sideline. 40. He's at midfield. Wallace to the 40. Still on his feet. 30. 20. 10. Celebration time. No flags. Wallace in the end zone. Hayes in the barn. And the Ravens win it in overtime. Hayes in the barn. Hayes in the barn. 37-31. Tyler Wallace <laughs> returns upon his first game handling return duties. Ravens are now 10-3. The Rams Lamar. are 6-7. Lamar 19-1 versus the NFC. Also, uh, Matt Stafford looked good, too. Vikings beat the Raiders 3-0. Oh. <laughs> no words for this. Mini 7-6. Oh. Vegas is 5-8. Justin I, Jefferson, no. by the way, in the second oh, quarter, the caught hospital. a ball. Got crushed in the it's side. Ribs. It's and ribs. It, and it's rib chest injury. He's out now. He's going to be out for another week, a few weeks. Oh. He should just... Niners with yet another win. Geno Smith was hurt, so Drew Locke started for the Hawks. Not good, not bad. Niners win 28-16. Debo Samuel had a couple of touchdowns in this one. Also, DK Metcalf, very DK game. (laughs) Unreal touchdown in the first quarter. (laughs) And then he got ejected for losing his cool. (laughs) Broncos beat the Chargers 24-7 in a divisional game. Couple touchdown passes for Russ. Super Bowl champs. Yeah, let him cook. (laughs) (laughs) One game back back to the Chiefs. They're seven and six. And they beat the Chiefs. They have the tiebreaker. Justin Herbert left the game with a finger injury as well. He looked like he wanted to rob a convenience store. Like when he, the way his arm was like in his like hoodie, like he had like a gun underneath oh. there and the hood. He was like, listen, look, looked like Justin Herbert wanted to rob I, a store. I asked Rob. I asked Rob. <laughs> Ross. Rob. I asked Ross. Remember I said top Rab. five. He's like top five quarterback for sure. You from Buffalo? And I'm like, Rab. Uh, Rab. Listen, that Western New York accent I don't, O's or A's just ooh. melts my heart. Brandon Staley needs to be fired. Bills and Chiefs was one very controversial because Kadarius Tony was offside. <laughs> I don't get this. Got called back, and the Chiefs were not happy. They ended up losing 20-17. to 17. Pat Mahomes told Josh Allen as they were shaking hands he was the worst call he's ever seen. Okay. And then to the media. To take away greatness like that, I mean, for a guy like Travis to make a play like that, and who knows if we win. But as I know as fans, you want to see the guys on the field 
decide the game. That's yeah. why last week yeah. I didn't say anything about the flag. They didn't get called on the Marquez. What about yours? And so, I mean, I, it, I mean, they're human, man. They make mistakes. But, I mean, I'm, it's every week we're talking about something, and all I can do is go out there and give everything I have, and I'm proud of the guys because that's what we did, and it was a great football game that ended. Okay. 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 <laughs> that ended. Listen, it's a bad call, and if he did, if the ref he did pointed, it. he's onside. I found offside. I found video. He walks up to the line, and he, he points. takes a snap. He doesn't point. Oh, he doesn't point. I learned okay, in good. junior yeah, football point. in Canada yeah. that you point. It's one of yeah. the only things that you get taught here. Line up. Right. And you that's, go online? And that's been and that's been a a, a point of uh Tony, not here. No doesn't yeah. have it. No. Well, okay, but but again, the NFL said, hey, watch for uh, offside offensively. They've been saying that. It's mm-hmm. it's something that uh, the teams have been aware of, refs are looking for now. And that's on him. Just line up properly, and that's one of the greatest plays you've ever seen in the NFL. Yep. And if there's one team, if there's one player that loves penalties, it's Mahomes. He always does that point when yeah. they get a penalty. Oh, he, always yeah. gets su- he always gets super excited. Yeah, you didn't get a call for once. Wait. Come on. It's ridiculous. And they're in trouble, man. They are damn right they're, they're in, in trouble. trouble. That's, that's why he's actually mad is because he's got bad receivers, they're and they're in trouble, right and he's going to have to go on the road in the playoffs and maybe to Buffalo. And did you see how uh, relieved Don't Sean McDermott – sorry. <laughs> did you see how relieved Sean McDermott looked after that was incomplete? Because he that's knows. a bad week for him. Yeah. Sunday night are Cowboys and Eagles divisional game. All boys in the first half. Second and goal. Snap to Prescott. Looks left. Slant. Gallup. Touchdown. Slant. 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 Gallup. Touchdown. Got him with the slant, George. Yep. Michael Gallup. (laughs) 33-13. Beatdown. Philly's in trouble. Both teams are both 10-3, though. Yeah, Philly has an easy schedule. Philly can win out. They'd still win the division if Dallas wins yeah. out. But, uh, yeah, Philly goes into Seattle, which is never an easy place. To play no, but then Monday they night. get the Giants and Cardinals. They they finish easy. Two games tonight. Titans-Dolphins at 6-15. Should be a thumping. Dolphins are favored by 13.5. Packers and Giants at 6-15. Packers favored by 6. Just get out of MetLife healthy. Mm. Also, the Lakers won the in-season tournament. Congrats, GVP. Let's go. I don't have much else to say. Did you watch a GVP? I did, yes. And Eddie Davis was amazing. Four, uh, 41 and 20. See you highs in both. Finally. Yeah, I know. Finally. Uh, Charles Barkley, we like to call him uh, A. Disney. Kind of getting back to what he was in the bubble. Austin yeah. Reeves at 28. Uh, LeBron had a double-double, 24 and 11. Is there a better nickname than Hillbilly Kobe for Austin Reeves? Yeah, I, I do like that. He, <laughs> he's been, he's been really good the last couple <laughs> he weeks. He looks like a... Hillbilly. Hillbilly. Hillbilly yeah, Kobe. I was going to say it, call him. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, LeBron listen, got to go watch Bronny last night in his debut. So good week, good good weekend for uh, for uh, for LeBron James. Raptors play the Knicks tonight. Yeah, but but uh, with all due respect, GVP with your Lakers, mm-hmm. they're not even at the same level as the Nuggets and oh, or the goodness, Suns. No goodness, no. So they can't shoot the three. Yeah, they're like, I think they're twenty eighth in the NBA. George, they, they won they the NBA. They got the NBC, NBA. Okay, Cup. Yeah. no, it's good. Yeah. Good for them. They get, they're gonna hang a banner for that. You think? No, uh, they I said they're not. I, I don't know. I hope they said they're not good. Okay, Do they get rings. Do they get a trinket? They get five hundred grand. Yeah. You get money. You get, you money. get money. You get, you get yeah. some Pacers money. Get two hundred grand. Maybe they get a, a sweet yeah. bracelet. <laughs> a medic alert bracelet. They got these medals. They were wearing medals. Like a World thing. Series of Poker bracelet. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. those are cool. Okay, I got another. Okay. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Uh, terrific stuff, Maddie. The Rose Report brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by ten percent on Fifty First Avenue, Third Street Southeast. Straight ahead, Patrick will announce the winner. Of our AEW tickets. Yeah. We'll unleash our text topic for day six of our 12 days of Christmas, courtesy of Wild Rose Brewery. 
with Brent Cron in studio, I can confirm our Big Show Flames analyst is in studio right now. It's the Big Show, Russick and Sportsnet 960, the fan.